Welcome to HeartSpace, a show that will give you tools to awaken your intuition and the courage to listen to your heart so that you can create your best life. I'm your host, Sarah Lewis, an intuitive life coach, and my mission is to show you that you already have everything you need, and it's all in your heart space. Hello friends, welcome back to Heart Space. This is episode four and today I want to talk to you about again intuition because last week in episode three I started talking about it and I explained why intuition is your superpower, how it works and why it's so important and a lot of you have been asking me But how do I actually tell the difference between my intuition and my thoughts or my ego and things like that? So that's what we're going to be exploring in today's episode. So it's going to be a really interesting one, I think, and very useful for many of you. I just want to start this off by saying that no matter who you are, you are intuitive and you have an intuition. The only thing that happens sometimes and to a lot of people is that we can lose touch with our intuition, lose our connection to it, and that means that we don't receive its guidance, we don't receive its messages as much, or we don't know how to recognize them. And that's why in this episode, I'm going to give you some tips to really know how to recognize your intuition and differentiate your intuition from your thoughts, your ego, your fear, and all that. So the first thing to really ask yourself when you're trying to differentiate your intuition and intuitive messages from your thoughts is where do you feel it in your body? So in my case, and I'm sure it's the same for many of you, When I'm caught up in my head, when I'm thinking a lot, when I'm overanalyzing and second-guessing myself, I will feel myself really being in my head, being caught up up there. And what happens sometimes is that I lose kind of touch with my body in those cases. So it can look like not really breathing deeply anymore, having this kind of shallow breath or even sometimes holding my breath for a bit when I'm stressed, for example, forgetting that I'm thirsty or hungry, and just like not listening to what my body is trying to tell me. So that's a simple little example, but it really shows that in that case, I'm not paying attention to what my body's telling me and what my intuition is trying to communicate with me. So if this happens to you, then you can probably be pretty sure that you're not getting any intuitive messages in those cases and you're actually just caught up in your head and your thoughts. And when you do have intuitive messages, it will look more like really having a feeling in your body, having a sense of calm and peace, and maybe you get um, a certain sensation in certain parts of your body. 
Like for me, it can be mostly in two places, like a gut feeling. So really in my stomach area. And you've probably had that as well at some point. Or I really feel it in my heart space. So in my chest area, I will feel this kind of calm, this kind of sense of peace or something like that. So it's very different from just being caught up in my head, overanalyzing, second guessing, and not really paying attention to my body. And when I do tune into my body and really listen to it, I feel that I get more intuitive messages or that I get intuitive messages more easily in that way. So it's effortless. And paying attention to that will really allow you to know when you're caught up in your head, overanalyzing, second-guessing everything that you do, then it means that you're not really having any intuitive messages come through that way. Or when you're having feelings in your body that is usually your intuition trying to communicate with you in that way. And really, when you start paying attention to this, you will be able to identify it more easily. And once you start doing this and being more comfortable with this idea and really understand and know when you get intuitive messages or not, you can then use this. Let's say, for example, you have a decision to make and you have two different or maybe more than two, but different options or different outcomes. Then you can ask yourself by asking your body, for example, your intuition, how does this outcome feel and how does this other outcome feel? Does it feel light, expansive in your body? Do you feel like you are opening up in your body or does it feel more like you're contracting, like it's heavy in your body again? So just by asking yourself which it is for which outcome, then you get a kind of an indication of what would be the ideal solution for you in this situation. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to completely ditch your logical mind and thinking or analyzing a situation when you're making decisions, for example. But it's just being aware of what your intuition is trying to tell you through your body. I know that this has helped me a lot to just pay attention to what my intuition is trying to tell me through my body and where I'm feeling certain things. It's just about being aware. It doesn't mean that I never think or analyze things and that I don't use my my logical mind, but it's just really being aware and paying attention to those messages. Now, another tip to know if it's your thoughts or your intuition is to see if you have emotions that come up. Because emotions are usually created by our mind, by certain thoughts. So if you get emotions like anxiety, fear, or even excitement, then it's a good indication that it's not your intuition communicating with you and that it's more thought-based. Intuition won't really provoke emotions like that. It will come with a sense of calm in your entire body and really just a sense of peace. No second guessing, no excitement, no anxiety or fear or anything like that. Just a deep knowing in your body. Intuition also comes with a lot of clarity. 
So there's no second guessing or questioning and overanalyzing or anything like that. Yes, that can come afterwards uh, once you get an intuitive message and then your thoughts come back in full force, then that there might be some second guessing, some doubts and stuff like that. But when you just have the intuitive message and it just comes, it's pure, it's clear, and there's that sense of peace and calm again, ease, flow, all that. That's what you look for when you have an intuitive message. That's how you recognize it. Now, if you're thinking, oh my God, this never really happens to me. Um, so where is my intuition? How do I really access it? Don't worry. It's normal. It may just be because you need to practice more. And like with anything, you can practice getting more in touch with your intuition and just letting your intuitive messages flow through and your inner guidance communicate with you so that it can show you the way. But for that, again, you need commitment, you need practice and tools like meditation, which helps you quiet your mind so that you can hear what's behind because intuition tends to be subtle and not as loud as your thoughts. So meditation can really help here. And another great tool here is journaling or writing, free writing, and just letting whatever wants to come through flow on paper. A really good time to do this, I know it's not always easy, but it's first thing when you wake up because that's where you have, you're kind of out of your sleep, so you're still half sleeping maybe, you just came out of your dream state, and that's also where the subconscious mind is more accessible. So if you journal at that time, it can really give you amazing messages. But you can also journal or write uh, at any time during the day. Um, a great thing that I love to do is to, if I have something I'm not sure about, if I have a decision to make or anything like that, I will ask a question. So I'll write it on paper in my journal. And then I meditate for however long I'll meditate that day. Maybe 5-10 minutes could be enough. And after my meditation, I just take my journal and write under the, the question whatever comes out without think, thinking about it, without trying to make perfect sentences or trying to write nicely or anything like that. Just free writing whatever comes out. And usually that will be exactly what I need and will help me make that decision or see more clearly in that way. If this is something that speaks to you, I encourage you to try it out for yourself and see how it goes. Just keep in mind that your connection to your intuition will strengthen with practice. So in the beginning, don't make major life decisions based on your intuition. Just start small and be committed to your practice. And as you go, you will see that your intuition will be strengthened, that your connection to it will be deeper and that you will get more and more messages. But you just have to understand how your intuition works, how it communicates with you best, and just stay committed to that and listen and pay attention. So I really hope that this information will help you to identify and recognize your intuition and differentiate it from your thoughts so that you know when you get intuitive messages, when your intuition is speaking to you, and that you can practice that and use that as a tool more and more in your daily life.
I would love to know your thoughts on this episode. So head over to Instagram and find me at Sarah Lewis Co. You can send me a DM there. I'd love to connect with you or head over to my website, sarahlewis.co and contact me through the contact form or send me an email. And if you found this useful, I would really appreciate if you could leave a five-star review in iTunes so that this information gets out to more people who need it. So that would be amazing. Okay, so that's it for today, friends. Take care and I'll see you soon with a new episode.